and a very pleasant welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Good morning to you. You're listening to Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host, originating here out of Kirkwood, Missouri, at the International Center of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Glad to have you along this morning. The program is underwritten by Mac Charters and Tours, affectionately. That's Mid-American Coaches. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. You can call them toll-free at 866-944-868. Well, today, some thoughts about being raised to eternal life. You worried about that? You concerned that you won't be for some reason? Well, Jesus was, Jairus' daughter was, the widow's son at Nain was, and others. Of course, one biblical personage that comes to mind is Lazarus. Jesus, the Son of God and God himself, felt very close to him as he did to Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha. And you will discover as the account unfolds just how much Jesus loved them. From John chapter 11 come these words. I want you to see for yourself that Jesus Christ is God. He has the power to raise you from the dead, and he will. The text states, Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to Jesus, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Okay, so Jesus knew that this illness would not lead to death. Lazarus would not stay dead. Of course not. That's because Jesus himself is the resurrection and the life. He's all about life. He's all about eternal life. When you have contact with Jesus, you're going to be all about eternal life. You don't stay dead. He once said, whoever believes in me will live even though he dies. What a neat biblical paradox. The text states, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Now, you might wonder under the circumstances why Jesus would do that. You would think that he would rush over to be with Lazarus immediately. One commentator has written, Jesus' delay was not due to a lack of love for his friends. Rather, he desired to be obedient to his Father's will. Jesus came through and helped this family at the appointed time when the Father wanted it to happen. The psalmist once wrote in Psalm 31:15, My times are in your hand. Trust the Lord today. Trust him this morning. And you will have the time of your life as you recognize the Lord as being over you and over his creation and over the entire universe. He's in charge. You have somebody to go to today who's way above you. You can trust a God who's over the entire universe. In Romans chapter 11, the apostle Paul has written, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. 
How unsearchable are his judgments! How inscrutable his ways! For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. We're looking at John chapter 11. After saying these things, Jesus said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. And the disciples said to him, Well, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he'll recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought he meant taking rest and sleep. And then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. And for your sake, I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So there is absolutely no question that the scriptures are describing the real death of Lazarus, not a fake death, not any kind of a deep sleep or some sort of a state of unconsciousness. No, he really was dead. The Bible says, now, when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in a tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, you know what she did? She went and met him on the road. Mary remained seated in the house. Well, Mary may have had a little bit more of a passive personality, I don't know, but Martha may have been also as well, perhaps a little bit like Peter, somewhat impetuous and fast-acting. So as Martha met Jesus, you can just hear her saying, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. And Jesus responded, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? I'll be back with more next. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country, or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Blessings in Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Reach me at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Talking about the raising of Lazarus from the dead and how does that apply? How can that encourage you in your own personal resurrection on the last day? Do you believe this? Jesus once asked Martha. That's the question to you. 
that is posed by Jesus himself through his precious and holy word? I pray you do believe it. I pray you believe that Jesus rose from the dead. I mean, there were many witnesses. The scriptures themselves affirmed that this is true. In fact, there were over 500 brethren at one time who witnessed Jesus' resurrection, plus his appearance in the upper room twice, and then to the individual disciples, and uh, the Emmaus Road deal, and all of that. He appeared plenty of times to prove that he had risen from the dead. An Englishman by the name of Frank Morrison, who was a non-Christian and quite proud of it, went to Palestine with the aim of researching the resurrection story in order to disprove it. For then, he thought, the entire structure of Christianity would come toppling down. Well, he searched and searched for that chunk of evidence that would refute it all. But you know what happened? The more he examined the evidence, the more interesting and impressive he discovered it to be, and the more tired he grew of his naturalistic explanations. Ultimately, he shed his agnosticism and became converted to Christianity by the power of the Holy Spirit working in the Word, because he discovered the resurrection simply too hard to disprove. In his last book, Dewet, the well-known biblical critic and leader of skepticism in the past century, made this concession. The fact of the resurrection, though it may be shrouded in impenetrable mystery, cannot be questioned any more than the assassination of Julius Caesar. And besides that, even Cicero, the noted Roman writer, assures us that there is nothing so well established as belief in the immortality of the soul. He finds that the Greeks, as well as the Romans, placed lighted candles in the tombs of their departed dead, and the Persians left their graves partly open. And even the most barbarous nations had customs that expressed or implied a hope of life after death. In the Old Testament, the prophet Daniel once wrote, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth, shall awake, shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and contempt. So there is a resurrection. There is a heaven. There is a life everlasting. Lazarus will be in heaven someday, but first Jesus is about to raise him from the dead to live and to die again on this earth and then to be raised up on the last day like you and me. So Jesus asked this question, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Yeah, he wept. Even though he knew what he was about to do, he wept. When you lose a loved one in your life, know that the Lord weeps with you and for you. He was and is 100% human and 100% God in one. That's God's precious, blessed, and only son. So Jesus came to the tomb, it was a cave, and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of the dead man, said, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. And Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew you always hear me. But I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. 
When he said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And the man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said, unbind him and let him go. He was free and alive, and you will be too. Now, these are words that resound down through the centuries of time to this very day. Jesus once said, because I live, you will live also. If the one is true, certainly the other will be as well. So much to look forward to. Eternal life, being with Jesus, seeing your loved ones, enjoying the heavenly banquet. I'll see you in eternity, if not before. No question about it. Jesus rose from the dead, and you will, by faith in him, as well. Appreciate you being along for Moments of Assurance Weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a blessed week. Join me for the regular Moments of Assurance, Monday through Friday, over the noon time hour. God bless. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.